0: Hey everyone! Welcome to the business-minded sports physio podcast. My name is Brian Schwabe, board-certified sports physical therapist, entrepreneur, and co-founder of the Student Physical Therapist. I worked with elite athletes for over a decade and currently serve as the director of IO Sports Therapy, working side by side with high-performance coaches, NFL and NBA skills trainers, and sports agents on a daily basis. I'm also an author, sports medicine consultant, course creator, speaker, and counselor. Sports therapist traveling with professional athletes and celebrities. I created this podcast to share my experience as a sports physical therapist and entrepreneur so that I could give you everything you need to know to cash in on your passions, monetize your expertise, and create your own career Super Bowl. With that in mind, welcome to the podcast. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about what you can expect from this podcast, how I built my own career Super Bowl, and advice for those looking to do the same. So really, what is the Business-Minded Sports Physio Podcast all about? Well, this podcast is going to be a hybrid. Some episodes will be solo episodes of my ex my experiences working as a sports PT and entrepreneur, such as my experience working with NFL combine prep, uh, working with professional athletes in the private sector, counselor performance therapy, traveling to the clients' homes, experiences traveling with you know athletes you know to an NBA combine, but also my experiences branching out of the norm and earning more income as a consultant. Creating courses, being an author of a book, uh, online training, video shoots for brands, social media paid videos, and so much more. The other side of this podcast is going to be interviewing incredible sports physical therapists that are doing really cool things in this field and other entrepreneurial physical therapists that also are finding additional strategies to earn income. And, you know, I hope that you can take from this podcast, you know, different pathways. And different visions so that you can enhance your own career and maybe make your own career Super Bowl. So, for the rest of this episode, I'm really going to give you a brief overview of my own path, how I got to my current role, and a little bit of advice so that maybe you can get a little bit closer to your own career Super Bowl. So, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Brian Schwabi. I am a co founder of the Student Physical Therapist, which is probably how you found this podcast in the first place. And I've been a physical therapist now for nine years, but my journey started actually in high school. So I had a really amazing physical therapist in high school that was in Chicago where I'm from. And she was a physical therapist that worked primarily with athletes. She worked with a ton of gymnasts, but she worked with a ton of different sports. And when I was introduced to her through my, my dad and my brother going to see her, uh, you know, I became pretty intrigued in the field of physical therapy. At that time, I was in high school. I was really starting to develop, you know, a love for sports, being a soccer and basketball player. But, you know, I also had a love for strength and conditioning. So I was talking with her and she had some really sound advice. I started shadowing her. I was able to observe with her and I started to really fall in love with the profession of physical therapy, thinking it was just sports PT, which to me was the coolest thing. Taking, you know, an athlete from start to finish and helping them through their journey along the way back to sport. So for me, I was like, wow, this is great. I would love to do this with my life. You know, it kind of seems like it can blend a little strength and ignition in there, but ultimately I get to help the athlete get back to sport. And I loved working with athletes. I loved being an athlete. It seemed like a really cool career. So she gave me some sound advice. She's like, you know, Brian, I would really recommend if you like this field going into a direct entry program, which obviously at that time I had no clue what she was talking about, but What I found out later was there was certain programs that offered that type of, you know, direct entry program. And what was great about that was, you know, when I did apply, I could finish my undergrad in three years and then go right into PT school. So it kind of had like a set path. I didn't have to take that GRE. I could go right into it, keep my certain grades and then start PT school. Ended up going to uh, St. Louis University, which ended up being the most perfect school for me. And the idea at that time was to go into strength and conditioning and go down that path, but also keep PT as that that an option so that I could do that. And, you know, I came, you know, through the first three years and found out that, you know, I definitely wanted to go the PT route. And then my fourth year, which was my first year of PT school, I sat for my CSCS. Because I was doing training up until that point and working with athletes in you know the summers and things like that, but also interning and working as an aide for that same physical therapist back in Chicago, so I got a blend of both of those, which really gave me a nice foundation of hey, how can I hopefully start to blend the two together, which I think everyone wants to say, you know bridge the gap between sports performance and physical therapy, and they don't really have a clue what that means, you know I think we have an idea in our heads, a vision. But there's so many different ways to do that now. At that time, there wasn't a whole lot of people doing what I thought in my head was my ideal career. So, you know, I, in PT school, I started to look up more and more physical therapists in sports medicine and try to learn about their pathway. People that came to mind were off the bat Mike Reynolds, George Davies, things like that, right? People that were doing really unique things and kind of being the pioneers in the field of sports PT. So I started to, you know, do my magic Google and and search as, as many PTs out as I could reach out to them, you know, try to learn from them and, you know, talk with my professors as well. I had I was really lucky. I had three sports clinical specialists on staff at St. Louis University, and they were great at, you know, guiding me and mentoring me into what I was hoping to build my career out with. And they were the ones that actually introduced the idea of a residency. And at that point, you know, this was back in. God, 2011, 13, maybe. And yeah, 2011 was probably when I first got introduced to it. So I was in my PY1 year and I got really serious after I learned about it, about the idea of doing a sports residency to really specialize and learn about sports medicine. So I was really lucky to have that experience with my mentors in PT school who was like, hey, listen, go that route and try to at least explore if this is something that might be for you. So as I'm reaching out to other sports physical therapists, I'm asking them about residency. I'm asking them about their careers. And, you know, at the time, to be honest with you, I'm only getting certain people to to write me back or to give me a call back, which I'm, you know, at that point, I was just happy to talk to anybody. But, you know, I start to learn different pathways. And. Along the way, I'm trying to build out as much experience in sports medicine in PT school. So, you know, I'm not going out on weekends. I'm, you know, I'm studying more sports medicine stuff. I'm volunteering at different tournaments. You know, I'm driving to, you know, different states or going to conferences, you know, as much as possible to meet as many sports PTs and residency directors as I could. And through all that, I was lucky enough to, you know, be invited to interview at six different residencies. Now I applied to to eight at that time, right? At the time, I think there's only about 20 sports residencies, but, you know, I was able to apply to eight that I thought were, you know, fit really kind of my career goals and what I thought I could get out of that particular residency and got invited to six. I was really lucky to the first couple that I interviewed at um, get an acceptance to and, the unique thing at that time, and, and I'm pretty sure this doesn't happen anymore, but everybody had different deadlines for their applications. And what I what I started to learn was that you know different residencies were kind of jockeying for applicants and trying to you know poach applicants early. So what I, I had a dilemma because I was being accepted into a few different sports residencies, but the problem was I wanted to interview with the other ones still just to kind of see what else was out there. So I, you know, I brought this up to some of these residency directors and I was like, you know, I'm still interviewing, you know, would you allow me to, to still go on these before I make a decision? And it turned out that, you know, they weren't okay with that, you know, because they were running into those issues in the, in the, in the past, you know, previous years of, you know, you know, they have applicants that are accepted and they go in these other interviews and then they're left with, you know, very few um, applicants left or maybe not their first or second or third choice, so um i was a little disheartened to be honest with you during that time but you know i talked with my my parents i talked with my you know pt directors and mentors and you know i really wanted to kind of roll the dice to be honest with you so i rolled the dice and you know kind of waited for ohio state and usc's interview to come up and um, at that time i didn't even have usc's interview because they had the latest deadline for their application so i got osu's uh interview and then you know, after OSU's interview was done that day, actually, at the airport, I was able to receive an email that I got an interview for USC's uh, sports residency. So I was, you know, still in the game of maybe getting into a sports residency, but it wasn't looking as great. And uh, I got on, got through USC's interview as well. And fortunately, I was able to be accepted into USC's uh, sports residency at the time. This 2013. So, you know, for me, that was, that was the, the goal. That was the dream. I wanted to go to a place like in Ohio State or a USC where I would have that experience that I thought was going to be best for me. So I get to USC and um, I was actually the first resident at that time that was a non-USC grad. And to be honest with you, I was overwhelmed at that point. I had not had the best clinical experiences. Um, I was driven, but I didn't have that knowledge that I probably needed to really thrive in that residency. But I was able to get a lot out of it. You know, I was lucky you know, with even all the turmoil of my original residency mentor, you know, leaving the job the day I started and having a new you know, mentor that was kind of leading the pack and all these other things that came up. That's just part of sports residency. And I got good experiences and I met a lot of people. And I think that was probably the one thing that I took away from it is I met a lot of people. I failed a lot, but I took those failure experiences and I was able to take it into my first job. So after, you know, again, going through a great sports residency, being on the field at the high school level, the college level, the professional team level, you know, having lots of experience with doctors, I met lots of people. So my first job out of a residency was actually a startup company. And the uh, clinician at the time was, you know, seeing a lot of sports medicine athletes. So, you know, me coming out of residency, I wanted to go into professional sports, like I think a lot of sports residents do. But I also recognized that I needed to learn a lot and take what I failed with during residency and take it to the next level so that I can actually learn and from those mistakes and also comprehend a little bit more of what I went through during residency and apply it better to practice. So I was lucky to get that first job, which was very sports medicine based. You know, I was able to see a lot of professional athletes inter- get introduced to, you know, different doctors in sports medicine. Uh, different clients, some celebrities, things like that. So I was able to have a lot of unique experiences. You know, I got to work on set a few times. I got to, you know, work with some professional athletes for the first time, see a ton of surgeries, which I didn't really have experience with during residency, even though I would have loved to. And I got really, really good at the basics because that particular clinic was fantastic at the basics. Anything past that was not really what we were focused on at that time. But you know what? The basics are probably the most important thing anyways, especially with these post-ops. So I got really, really good at that. But I also, along that time frame, started to want to branch out into you know, finding other ways to earn income because I had this itch and this bug for entrepreneurship and also wanting to pay my loans off, more right. importantly. Pay my school loans off, pay my residency loans off because I made basically zero money. I actually had to take an extra loan out for residencies at the time um, because you're only getting paid for 20 hours a week. I didn't even get paid for mentor time and the pay was extremely, extremely low. I think it was like less than $28 an hour, which is just insane in California. So you know, I wanted to do extra stuff. So I started personal training with a family friend that happened to live in California at the time on weekends. So in my spare time i do some personal training i had my cscs i was, was already doing that in the past i was really interested in that and i started to grow that business on the side and meet people and just it was a referral after referral for just weekend work and during that same time i started to you know really push the student physical therapist with my colleagues you know start to get an itch for you know just writing a little bit more and then i started writing articles for different brands at that time so i'm writing you know articles I'm doing a good job with that. I'm you know, learning as a sports physical therapist, my first job, and then I'm, I'm, you know, saying like, okay, how do I take all this stuff and make it, you know, towards what I'm looking for, which ultimately was, you know, a sports medicine job as a professional team. But at the time, I still wanted to pay off my loans, so I'm trying to find other ways to do that on the weekends or on my spare time because, again, you're limited with how much money you can make in a first job, and. You know what that first job was awesome so i was happy to do that i started writing articles like i said and the particular brands that i was writing articles for one of them offered me a paid role as a video host for their facebook lives and their instagram lives and i started doing a good job with that so at that time they're like hey can you do some video work you know at a studio for us you know we'll do studio shoots we'll pay you, you know, a day rate And I started to do that. And then that turned into, hey, you know what? Everyone really likes your stuff. Would you be interested in writing a book? So I started getting a little bit off my path of sports medicine and working towards a professional team because I was having all these opportunities on weekends. And over time, I decided, you know what? I need to get back into sports medicine and just take a step back a little bit with the entrepreneurial stuff, but still do enough to continue to pay down my loans. And I was fortunate enough within three years to pay off my loans And then I was, you know, at that same clinic, wanting to expand my ability to learn from other clinicians, which was just not an opportunity at that time, but also take it to the next level past that basic phase and get more into that return to performance phase, which that clinic just was not set up for at the time. And you know, I found a new clinic that was fitting more of my interests, which allowed me to take a role as not only a sports physical therapist, but also a director of performance and training. So now I'm kind of you know, playing in both roles and, and having that hybrid of sports physical therapy and then transitioning into return to performance, but also adding a separate business venture for that particular company with personal training that was cash-based. And I loved that. I loved doing that and you know i started to do that i started to continue to you know push that entrepreneurial um you know boundary that i wanted to do and you know i found that i wanted to do more outside of just a clinic work and there was some you know personal training clients that i had at the time and a few of them were gymnasts and you know the the gymnast uh, or, or the gymnastics club that i was you know working with at the time because i had so many personal training clients I actually reached out and said hey could you actually consult with us could you help us and our coaches you know with the girls there at the gymnastics club and or gymnastics gym and really understand how to like avoid some of these injuries we keep having you know maybe help us with the warm-ups help the coaches out so i really built out a nice business with consulting for about three or four years after that you know why i'm doing my regular job you know monday through friday so I have all these things going on and I start to get, you know, some interviews now for um, some sports medicine jobs in professional team sport. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm getting into the door, but I'm not really getting to that next level still. So, you know, I'm starting to really push as much as I can on the side. I'm really filling my plate up pretty high. Um, but ultimately what happens is, you know, I, 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 I'm failing, you know, with not getting those professional team jobs. And I'm saying, you know what, I need to take a different path, right? I need to, you know, kind of go back to, you know, what I'm most passionate about right now, which is, you know, the entrepreneurial stuff, but also the sports medicine stuff and see if I can find a combo with that. And then just kind of take, you know, a different road to maybe doing professional team sport. And I'm also deciding, you know, I need a new network to really kind of expand what I'm wanting to do in my life and my career and, and build out what I think is my career Super Bowl. So I'm finally writing that out. And, you know, asking myself, what is it about professional team sport that I wanted to do? But I decide that it's not that I want to be in pro team sport. I want that collaborative experience. I want to be able to work side by side with high performance coaches. I want to be able to work with elite athletes at the highest level possible, which is professional sports. But it's also that I want to be able to collaborate and learn and just do a little bit more than is in a typical outpatient sports medicine clinic. You know, take it past the basics. Really see the full process through. So I take a job as a director at a, a clinic that's a little bit closer now that I've moved in California, and uh, moved in with my wife. You know, we we got a house together. You know, I'm a little bit further down south now, and I take a new role, but I'm also expanding my network at the time. So as I'm expanding my network, very you know uh, quickly after I take that new role, I get introduced to. You know, another physical therapist and that physical therapist owns some clinics up in um, San Francisco in uh, the Los Gatos area. And he's opening a clinic now in Irvine, partnering with a company called Sanford Health and Sanford Power. And the, the role was to basically build out a high performance team in the private sector as separate businesses working within a building that has a full size NBA basketball court golf lab turf field, full high-performance weight room, and a sports agency. And I finally said to myself, this is exactly what I want to do. And I want to do everything that this role has to do. And that's where I'm at now. Over the last year and a half, I've taken on the role as clinic director for Irvine Orthopedic Sports Therapy, which is a out-of-network, cash-based, one-on-one model. And I kid you not, 90% of my clientele, fortunately, is athletes and Majority of them, probably 80% plus, are professional athletes. We're blessed to have a really good team that is consisting of high-performance coaches. There's four of them. There's myself as a physical therapist and one of my colleagues as a physical therapist. So there's two physical therapists on staff, two golf lab instructors. We have an NBA skills trainer. We have multiple NFL skills trainers. And each year, we run the NFL Combine Prep as a group for the agencies that is in the building we run the nba combine for two different agencies and we have nfl offseason we have nba offseason nhl mls and also mlb so we're very lucky to have a good team here and if you would have told me three four five years ago that something like this existed i would not have believed you and i think that's where you know it leads into my advice of wanting to have this episode of kind of where my path has been and some things that I've done that I've been really blessed to do and you know kind of where I can help other aspiring sports PTs start to build out their vision because my vision has always been working in that team setting. Well, I'm finally in it in the private sector, but I'm blending my love for entrepreneurial business and also sports medicine and i did this very similar talk at csm a few weeks ago called the many faces of sports physical therapy with an unbelievable panel and i think i was actually more inspired by some of their talks and i think that was what you know i was already building up this podcast at the time but you know the 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 idea of it really took off after that because i was so inspired i was like you know what i've already talked to so many students every single year every month all the time through the student physical Therapist. people take my courses all the time on my uh my teachable site you know doing all these things already i want to start to talk a little bit about these experiences because there's so many people that i'm already talking to and when i was a student or when i was a young clinician i was constantly seeking out information so the idea of this podcast was born and this is where i'm at right now and this is how i've built my career super bowl and that's a very brief overview but you know for those of you that are trying to still build out your career super bowls or trying to go on that next path, or you're trying and trying and trying and not everything's working. There's a little bit of advice I have for you, and there's three pieces of advice primarily. The first one is that there's really no one path. And what I mean by that is everybody, if you went to that CSM talk, has a different path into their current role when they've made what they consider their career Super Bowl. And you know, first, I think you got to figure out what you want. And then you have to make a plan. You know, I think I, you know, I kind of alluded this earlier. I was, you know, going in two different directions for a long time. And then I finally decided, you know what, I need to merge these together, you know, because this is what I love to do on a daily basis. I could do it all day. You know, I'm doing this podcast right now. I work today. It's a Sunday. It doesn't, you know, that's nothing new for me. I work seven days a week because I enjoy it, but I get to pick and choose on the weekends you know, what I do with the student physical therapist, I don't do some of the entrepreneurial stuff I used to do. I still have courses. I still speak, you know, I sell my book out there. I still have the student physical therapist. You know, I still have one or two clients that I work with from online from back home because, you know, I enjoy doing it, but otherwise I've blended everything into my current role because that is what I wanted to do. That's what I love. So make that plan, you know, write those goals down. And you'll see over time, it, it shift, right? You might not stay on that same path. It might veer off a little bit, but that vision itself should stay and remain. So that's my first piece of advice. There is no one path, but make that plan. And then try to check those goals off every single month, every single year. Second piece of advice, choose your network wisely. Your first network might not be the one that helps you grow the most. Mine wasn't. In fact, it was when I decided to get a whole new network that I started to expand who I was talking to, you know, how I was able to, you know, interact with different sports physical therapists, other entrepreneurs, like-minded people, right, that had similar visions to me um, or gave me inspiration or gave me ideas, you know, or connected me with other people. I would really recommend you take a look at your network, write those people down and say, you know, you know, how can I add value to them first and foremost, because, if you can add value to them, then it's probably a good network. If you're not adding value to them, it's probably not a good network, you know, because you are you guys are not collaborating together. So I would really evaluate your network and see if you need to go in a different path and meet some additional people, right? Reach out to them. Talk to them. Yes, ask questions, but see if there's something you can do as well to add value to that relationship. Because it's just like working with a patient or a doctor referral or a skills training referral or a sports agent referral. If everybody wins, it's a better relationship and it's a better network. And then finally, my last piece of advice is your dream job might not exist yet. Again, three, four, five years ago, if you would have told me my job right now at Irvine Orthopedic Sports Therapy would be existing and be the role I'm in, I would have told you there's no way. There's no places like that in private sector. I don't work cash based, primarily professional athletes. Working with high performance coaches at a different company, making that business work—you know—supplementing each other's businesses somehow, right? But making it work for you, you know, working with sports agents, working with skills trainers, you know, being able to collaborate and take what they do at the team level into the private sector. I would have told you it didn't exist. I would have said, okay, maybe they did it at Exos for a little bit, but that was one company, right? It was insurance based, right? I wouldn't, I would have said it would have been really hard to do cash based or out of network. It just, it's too big, but it's possible, right? And there's, there's other avenues possible for whatever that vision is for you that you want to create. So I think, you know, you be open-minded, you know, the job that you think you may want is might not be the dream job, right? That dream job might change for the longest time. I wanted to work in the NBA. Now I'm traveling with NBA athletes. Now I'm traveling to the NBA Combine every year, NFL Combine in a couple of weeks, you know, working with NFL athletes, working with NBA athletes. I'm doing all those things already. It just, this is more what I want to do now. Right. I've been able to build out that career Super Bowl, but it's not the dream job I originally envisioned, but it's a part of it. So that's basically a wrap for this first episode of the Business Mind and Sports Physio podcast. Um, again, I wanted to introduce the podcast, you know, give a little bit of background on what you can expect from this podcast and uh, give you a little background on my own path, right? You know, who I am, what I do, and why, you know, I started this. And, you know, if you like this, feel free to pass it on to your friends, you know, hit the subscribe button. Um, you know, if you if you like the video format, check out our YouTube page on the student physical therapist. That's where this is gonna be. Um That's the platform we're going to put it on as well. And please send me any questions or feedback you might have. You know, I really enjoy doing this stuff. I really enjoy talking with other physical therapists and students and um, learning about their paths as well and seeing how I can help other people. So uh, thank you again for listening. And I really hope to see you guys back on this podcast for the next episode and learn a little bit more about how to build out your own career Super Bowl. Take care.